the very first people you learn from are your parents, most likely, right? You learn how to walk and talk and do all the cool things. But when it comes to creative work and building a career, who do you learn from? Do you learn from other colleagues? Do you learn from a supervisor or an employer? Who really inspires you and who really gives you that direction and teaches you how to be the best you can be? Let's talk about that. All right, it's another episode of Sketch and Release. My name is Robert, and every episode I'll draw something new and talk about some different aspects of the creative process. Maybe you'll learn something, maybe not, but at least we'll have some fun and you get to see this play out and see what shows up on this piece of paper. Now, uh, <laughs> this isn't a how-to podcast. I don't really get into like tools and techniques and all that stuff. But instead, you know, I'd like to take a look at experiences and lessons that I've learned and things that I've kind of dealt with and challenges that I've worked out and worked through. And just the way that I've used that to help clear the way for more creative mindset and maybe apply some of that knowledge and some of those skills to everyday life. So, you know, if you want to see what I'm drawing with this episode, check out the video on Patreon, patreon.com slash Robert Cortez, um, or use the next half hour and just draw something of your own. Just give it a shot. See what you can do. Now, I want to talk about mentors and the people that you might run into and work with and be around in your career, um, in your, let's say, your creative journey, and the people that will really teach you and really show you uh, how to get the most out of what you do and, and really maybe open your mind and open your eyes to new ideas and new... Um, just new ways of looking at things. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about like role models, like uh, like celebrities or like someone who's of, of you know, extreme notoriety or, or, you know, anybody famous or anything. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about real people, real people that you interact with and engage with on a regular basis. I mean, whether it's daily or just consistently and in a real way, you know, not somebody you kind of watch or maybe you admire someone's work or their style or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I mean, there's a place for that. But what I'm really talking about is people that you can deal with and interact with and learn from in a real way. And something about being able to do that with a person that is a positive, inspiring example, someone you really aspire to be like or work like, you know, those are, those are the kind of people that I think we all need and in some ways. And sometimes they kind of happen upon us and we don't even know it and we don't even realize it as it's happening. You know, I know that happened to me um, in, in a few instances, but in, in ways that I didn't really appreciate until much later on down the road. And maybe even after I had kind of moved on from working with that person or being around that person, I kind of realized later, like, you know, some of the habits and some of the ways I look at approaching my work, I think I actually got from this person or that person or that time. So, 
something that uh, something that is always I, I feel like it's pretty obvious, but uh, a mentor that most people probably have is, you know, as you grow up, as you're a child, as you're a young person, your parents may serve as a, as a type of mentor. But, you know, that's more of a general sense of like teaching you how to do everyday things and how to be uh, a good person and, and do well and, you know, uh, do right and, and those kinds of things. Well, you know, my parents did kind of teach me those things, of course, but they also did give me some sensibilities and some skills that ended up coming into play with my creative work. And I didn't really understand it until much, much later. But, you know, I, I look at, I, I look at my, my mom and the type of empathy and the compassion she taught me for understanding people and dealing with people and acknowledging people and, and their ways and, and having a certain patience when it comes to dealing with challenges or, or um, you know, just struggling through things. Having the patience, having the, uh, what is it, like pers perseverance to, to stick with it and keep going and keep trying. That was something that I, you know, if I really had to put it down, like, where did I get that from? Where did that kind of develop in my mind and my way of life? It probably came from my mom, you know? She had a, not the easiest time as a young person and as an adult even, but she did pass that on to me in the sense of, uh, you know, these are things that you really have to have in your personal, you know, uh, toolbox or, you know, like your skill set and just to get through life. You, you've got to have these things to be able to function. You know, I think about my dad. My dad's been maybe more of a mentor than anything else. And in some ways, you know, he's, he's not necessarily a, a creative person or a creative type you know, he, his background and his career was not in the creative field, but he has a, a great way of looking at a challenge or an obstacle or just looking at the road ahead and finding another way to approach it or considering other options or thinking about what if this or what if that. And that really kind of opened me up and a certain way. It opened me up into being able to look at things from different angles, try different ideas, and really kind of shoot for the moon sometimes. You know, whether I really thought it was realistic or practical, he he did give me that inspiration to go for it. And you know, for better or for worse, sometimes it, it sometimes it really has helped and sometimes it's been a learning lesson where I may be overshot, right? But I've learned that having that sense of uh, almost adventure of like, well, let's just see what happens. I think some of that came from him. And, you know, that's something that uh, I look back on and I, I, I think I, w I wouldn't have known that that would be a part of my creative uh, approach to things. But if it is, and I think that's where I got it from. And... And not only that, you know, I guess if I also think about it, he also taught me about ways to be careful. 
to approach things with a certain level of caution. Even though it was like, hey, let's just try this or let's see what happens. It's still a matter of let's, let's be thoughtful about it. Now, let's be somewhat practical about it and use a little bit of forethought and reason. <laughs> so yeah, the idea of we're going to shoot for the moon, but hey, we want to make sure if we don't make it to the moon, we can still land somewhat safely. Um, that was a big uh, sort of a balancing factor that I picked up from him also, I think. So, you know, those types of qualities, those are things that I didn't necessarily think applied to a creative field or, or a creative career, but I, I, I feel like now I, I understand how that can be helpful and it can actually be, you know, somewhat of an advantage. And so, you know, I look at my parents, obviously, I think as most people do as important people in my life and mentors in a way. Um, but, you know, I also think about there are other people that I've worked with, and especially early on. You know, when I first started getting into uh, my career and I worked in advertising for a small marketing agency, you know, I didn't really have, a, I didn't have the, the best understanding of marketing and advertising, you know, at the time. I, I, I was more focused on the design, on the creativity um, and the visual aspects of, of things. And really even down to just, you know, perfecting a, a, a like a craftsmanship, you know, uh, uh, really doing the best work that I could. And so I didn't really understand that there were, there were levels to it. You know, there, there is more to a great ad campaign than it just looking nice. And so my early job uh, in an ad agency, I, I had to learn that. I had to really kind of recognize that. And so the the you know the man that I worked for and the, and the people that I worked with at that time, you know the, the agency, uh, I was like what 22, 21, 22, 23. I think everybody there was probably like twice my age. And in, in a way, it kind of helped me because they came at it with plenty of experience and plenty of knowledge and wisdom. And so they were able to kind of, you know, convey that and show me how that applies. And not just, you know, uh, in the sense of like, hey, don't do this or be sure to do that. It was more like, well, here's the reasons why. And it was it was actually a very good like teaching and or, or a learning environment for me. Now, whether those people knew that or not, I don't know. I still, you know, I still know them. I still keep in touch. Hey, you might even be listening to this, right? But I'll tell you, those people were very important in helping me understand the depths and the complexity of not just marketing and not just, uh, you know, design, but communication overall. And so that helped me going forward because I had to learn that, look, if I'm going to be dealing with clients, I'm going to be dealing with uh, other 
agencies or, or companies or even just a team, I have to be able to communicate. I have to be able to get these ideas across or, you know, kind of shepherd uh, a concept or a campaign or, or whatever it is, an idea. I have to be able to make those things all work and come together and move in the right direction and not fall apart. So that experience, even though I really, you know, being so young and so kind of green at the time, I really just had to just sit back and kind of watch. And, you know, I, <laughs> I look back now and it's actually pretty embarrassing when I think about, you know, the times I would sit in meetings, uh, like brainstorming meetings or, um, you know, some some kind of open sessions where we're kind of kicking around ideas or trying to hammer out, like, how do we get through this next phase of a project or something? And I'm sure I sat in many of those meetings and many of those sessions with just a blank look on my face because I just didn't know or, or really grasp all the sides of it. You know, if you came to me and said, well, okay, how do we make this look nice? I got you. You know, I'm right there. I got all the tools. I got, you know, a good eye, I feel like. And and even then, I felt like, uh, you know, I'll make it work. I'll find a way. And if not, well, we can hammer it out together. But when it came to, like, well, what is this saying? Or what does this really mean? Or how does this play out in the long run, over the long term? I, you know, I just didn't think in those ways. And so it really opened my eyes to that. And it took a while. It took me some time of really understanding there's a lot to this. And, you know, the other thing is working with people that are somewhat older and more experienced and more, uh, maybe more, um, more used to the struggles or used to the um, adversity that you might deal with, whether it's a client or a project or a vendor or whatever it is, working with people who are so much more familiar with that and versed in it, right? Who just get, hey, this is just how things go sometimes. It kind of gave me a little bit of understanding of, or better understanding of, uh, you know, it's not always going to work out the way you want. You know, coming out of school and in those early days and just getting started, I really thought, okay, well, this is my idea and this is what I want to do and this is how I think it will work best. And so this is how it has to happen. And, you know, at the time I was doing a lot of print work and sometimes you have big ideas for how you want a, a print a, a printed piece to come out, whether it's the way it looks or the way it feels or the way it all comes together as a as a piece or as a if it's a kit or it's got all these different elements to it you can shoot for the moon right but when it doesn't work out because hey they don't have this kind of paper or you know this kind of a press doesn't work that way or whatever it is um if you're not ready to accept okay, there's going to have to be some compromises or there's just going to be some different outcomes than what you're hoping for or what you're like demanding. If you're not ready for that, or if you're not, if you don't have an understanding that that is a possibility, you're going to be in for a hard time. And so having 
people around me that I was working with and working for that really knew that those things happen. You you do face sometimes you 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 face some setbacks or you face you know some constraints, and you have to compromise. And you know in in the long run, it's for the best. You're still producing a good piece or or a good work, but you're learning that it's not always going to go your way. And if you don't know that, or if you let's say you work around people that are all of the same let's say, age or experience level, I mean, you can really run away with like, well, why isn't this way? Throw a fit and, you know, go crazy about it versus understanding like, well, this is just not going to work out for this job. The next one, we'll give it a shot and maybe we'll make it happen then. Or down the road, we'll figure it out. And, you know, sometimes that's just the way it plays out. Now, Having said that, you know, I did learn, I guess, the the opposite lesson. Yeah, I really did learn the flip side of that in a way. When I worked for, as, as the first magazine I worked for, and, you know, the, the people I worked with there, they were about my age. We were all about the same uh, age group or age range. And we all had very similar interests and very similar, um, you know, tastes and, and, uh, sensibilities, I guess. And there was a level of that. It was like, well, why I needed to be this way or we needed to be this way. And it's great when everybody's on the same page and everybody really has the same like high standard or, bar for what they want their work to be. And so having that experience also afterwards of knowing, hey, sometimes it's not going to work out. Sometimes it's not going to be the best thing you really thought it was going to be. But then to be able to have the opposite experience later where, okay, well, we know the constraints and we know sometimes these things don't shake out like we thought. But damn it, in the between or in, in there somewhere, we're going to make this the best it can be, all things considered. So working with people who understood that, but also still had the big ideas and the big dreams for the work, uh, that was really eye-opening also. You know, when I worked for, I don't want to say the magazine, but <laughs> it was a long time ago, and... You know, I had great times, great experiences, worked with a lot of great people, but it all ended on a sour note and for all of us. Um, but I'll just say that the people that I worked with, you know, they really taught me a lot about, um, how do I say this? Being free in a way. Being free with your ideas. Not being afraid to try something. You know, this also goes back to what I said about my dad also being that kind of personality that is willing to take a shot. Try it out. Go for it. And when I saw these people that really took some of that same approach, 
and wanted to try and wanted to do something new or something different and weren't afraid to voice those ideas and weren't afraid to uh, get risky with it or get, you know, edgy with it. I was down for that. And it really taught me like, okay, I'd come from a, maybe an earlier experience where it was like, okay, we were working in, you know, business to business advertising, which is a little bit, you know, it's a little bit stiff. It's a little bit rigid. Um, it's all good, pays the bills, but you know, it's, it's kind of a narrow window there when it comes to really, really creative work and having a, a very distinct voice. So going from that to uh, an editorial publication where, you know, everything you put out every month was your voice entirely. And however you chose to lean that voice or push that voice, it was really up to you. And so seeing that and seeing how everybody was just so, you know, down for it, just to, to go, just, you know, push ahead. That was a big thing. And so, you know, the, really the leader of that was the editor of that magazine. And he kind of taught me like, uh, he taught me in, in ways that I didn't understand until much later when I worked for other magazines down the road that you have to know your audience. You have to know not only your audience, but you have to know your team and respect your team and have a real understanding of their tastes and their interests. And maybe they're not the same as yours, but you have a real understanding. And so that was something that I really took, took with me going forward because after that, after I went on to other things and worked with other teams, worked with other companies and other groups of people, I really made more of an effort after that to get to know people and at least understand their way of thinking, understand their interests and how that could relate to the work, of course. You know, you want to know how this person's taste can really influence their work or influence the team as a whole and know their strengths and maybe no weaknesses. And so getting to see that from, you know, the, being a member of the team to then going to the other side of it and maybe, you know, directing a team or leading a team that was a big lesson that I didn't really understand until later. And a lot of that came from that editor at that magazine. So those were important people in my life. And, you know, they were people that I dealt with every day and learned from every day. And, you know, and some of them I still keep in touch with. I know the value there. I know that these people have real value. And so, you know, I try to make sure that that is something I recognize in one way or another. You know, I can certainly say that um, I, I really haven't worked with people like them since. And, but, but, you know, hey, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me take that back. What I could say is 
I've worked with plenty of people since those days. But I learned so much from that early on, those early days of my career, that now I think I've really taken on a different role in that dynamic. Okay? So it's not so much where I'm still kind of taking in and learning from other people, even though I do, and I technically still do, and and I recognize when somebody's really got a great idea or really has a, a extraordinary skill set or talent, and I welcome all of that. But it's more that I've learned to work with people based on those experiences, and that's what I use. You know, working with people who can help you build good habits and, you know, good ways of working and dealing with people and having good relationships and interactions. You know, those aren't always easy to come by. I work, I work for some people that have not been the most pleasant people. And, uh... I don't look back on those days too fondly. But the point is, and you know, hey, look, sometimes you need those people. Sometimes you need the people to kind of guide you and teach you what not to do and how not to be. And I certainly had those people in my life, in my career. But the people that I do look back on and recognize as being real, uh, real formative to me early on and really teaching me some things I really wasn't aware of. Those people, um, they mean a lot. So I've really had to learn to uh, appreciate that. And then also look, hey, try to carry that forward, right? So, you know, the people I work with these days or in more recent years, I try to be that kind of uh I try to fill that role in a way. You know, I'm not necessarily expecting that I'm going to teach people things, but just like doing this podcast, it's like I'm just imparting wisdom and experience and maybe something that I'm saying will help you or help someone who's starting out or just working on something and having a hard time, whatever it is. But that's the idea is when you have someone in your life someone that you can really work with and learn from, that's extremely valuable. And unfortunately, you know, for me, I didn't recognize it until maybe years later. But if you have someone like that and you're intentionally doing that where you can be around somebody, take advantage of it, you know, make the most of it. Because there'll be a day when those people aren't either in your life or they aren't around or, or whatever it is. So really appreciate it and really, really enjoy it, actually. So what do you think? You tell me now. Have you worked with a, a mentor or someone really influential uh, that really helped shape your creative career or, or is currently shaping how you think about things and how you think about your work? Have you worked with someone like that? Um. If you want, you can share your own experiences. You can leave a comment with this episode uh, on the Patreon page um, or even on Instagram or Facebook. I'll post these up and um, 
If you're listening to this podcast, uh, maybe you're new, um, go check out other episodes at uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Robert Cortez, or go to sketchrelease.com and you can find other episodes. You can find a link to subscribe at all the different podcast places. You can do the, all the things. Um, if you want to follow me on Patreon, you'll see this podcast. You'll see other content that I'm putting up there. And hey, it's free. You just sign up for an account. It's free to follow the page. Um, you'll get an email or if you use the app, you'll get notified whenever something new is posted. Um, there is some exclusive stuff that I'm kind of keeping just, you know, a little bit extra for patrons. It's $1. But otherwise, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you checking this out. Maybe this will help you. Maybe this will help somebody you know. Pass this on. Share this with somebody. Now, extra special thanks to those who are on Patreon, those who are just, you know, giving me encouragement. I've talked to some of you. I appreciate it. Until next time, thank you for listening and keep creating.